Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The pop is the best thing in wrestling. I'm sure if some wrestlers could, they would have their music hit, get a thunderous reception, loop around the ring, and then just say goodbye. Sounds like a wonderful night's work. You can't account for these, though, as sometimes fans do have a mind of their own. So I'm Simon from What Culture. Please do subscribe. This is 10 surprise pops that shocked everyone. Number 10, LA Knight on the 19th of June, 2023 Raw. Let's start with a new one as it happened recently. But gee whiz. We all knew that LA Knight was clicking and that his responses were getting louder and louder, but when we got to the 19th of June Raw, I do believe this doubled. As WWE loves to do, every single competitor in the Money in the Bank match was hanging out by the ring yelling at each other, when Knight's music hit and bam, the Cleveland crowd lost it. It was a proper instinctive pop too, which made it even better, and I think Knight knew he could use this to his advantage. He had a wry smile on his face, as he should. Dude is ready to go. Whether or not WWE actually jumps on it by the time you hear this, I don't know, but LA Knight is rocking and rolling right now, and it's even better because it's organic. It doesn't happen very often. I mean, can you imagine the levels we may get to if we let this off the leash? It is going to be a lot of fun. Number nine, a card on the 21st of June, 2023, AEW Dynamite. I mean, this happened in the same damn week. And look, we all know a card is one of the best of this generation, but do not forget the former IWGP heavyweight champion does not appear regularly on American television. You have to go out of your way this side of the pond to watch his New Japan matches, but as soon as that coin dropped, Chicago went crazy. They wanted to see the Rainmaker. It's also kind of hilarious because there are, of course, some individuals who aren't overly aware of the man due to the above, and yet instantly you would be convinced that this guy was a star. How could you not? Thousands of humans just lost their minds. Do not forget how important this is too. When Akada does get a reaction like this, it soon becomes part of the overall momentum, which continues to grow. Or the cream really does rise to the top. Number eight, Steve Blackman at a WWE Madison Square Garden house show. So this is a random one, right? And it's also one we have to rely on secondhand information to believe. As the story goes, though, in the late 90s, Steve Blackman's music of all people hit, and the New York crowd reacted favorably. As he was wont to do, Stone Cold Steve Austin was watching this from the gorilla position when he turned to Vince McMahon and said, damn, that's a pretty good pop. If you've listened to the Rattlesnakes podcast, you would have heard this tell a thousand times, and that McMahon turned to him and simply said, yep, I hope he gets over. Austin has always claimed this was an eye-opening moment for him as he realized Vince himself could only do so much. And do not forget that Madison Square Garden reactions are taken very seriously by WWE. They see the New York crowd as ahead of the curve. Whether or not this did help, we don't know, because sure, Blackman was always featured in some guys, but he also wound up doing things like head cheese, which was great, of course. Goofy wrestling for life. But I bet if you were there on that evening, you did take notice. Not sure Steve was going to get these all over the place. Number seven, Albert 
Del Rio at Hell in a Cell 2015. Now, to be fair, this was a surprise return, so it did have that added fuel. Still, though, given that Alberto Del Rio's WWE run was middling at best, when he returned at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, people lost it. They were genuinely happy to see this guy. It may have helped that he was the mystery opponent for John Cena as he did his US title open challenge. And of course, because the audience wanted to see Cena lose, they popped. But a pop is a pop. And this was a pop. It was also totally bizarre as Zeb Coulter was his manager as they did that Max America gimmick. So no wonder the noise quieted down. That was terrible and stupid. What on earth were we thinking? Number six, John Cena at the 2008 Raw Rumble. And speaking of John Cena, he got this treatment too. Nobody expected him to be at the 2008 Raw Rumble because it had only been a few months since he tore his peck. It should have been ages before he returned. Boom, here he was. Triple H sold this like he'd seen a ghost and the New York crowd went mad for it, I suppose because nobody thought it was coming. Plus, Cena is a megastar. It's like the ultimate treat. The main reason it was a surprise though is because in 2008, everybody had hated John, so after 39 seconds of cheering, they remembered and they booed the ship out of him. It's hilarious. I bet at least one person in the back thought they'd finally broken the Cena curse, but no. It was just a moment in time, a rush of adrenaline before the brain kicked in and the hate returned. It's so funny and really unfair. Number five, the countdown clock in Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins at Extreme Rules 2018. Man, did Seth Rollins get it as we headed towards 2020. In 2019, he had that horrendous Bray Wyatt Hell in a Cell match. And a year before, fans decided that the countdown clock for his Iron Man match against Dolph Ziggler was more important than the wrestlers. Utterly ridiculous. If you don't know too, this was classic fans taking over the show stuff. Deciding this was basically the Raw Rumble, the audience began to count down to zero at the end of each minute with a trademark when we got there. Now this was funny for a bit, but it soon became annoying and it really threw Dolph and Seth off. Rollins even came out afterward and said Ziggler wasn't his usual self. WWE then made it worse as they took the thing off the big screen and guess what happened? That's right, a chorus of boos. And I do get this because if you are trying to wrestle and can't figure out why the reactions aren't matching what you're doing, you're going to be confused. It is part of WWE law now, however, and man, this clock was so damn over, should have gotten a push. Number four, Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. This is an obvious one, but you can't not include it. It was insane. But going into WrestleMania 18, we had ensured that Hulk Hogan had been portrayed as the heel and the rock as the face. I mean, the NWO tried to kill the Great One with a truck. Somehow he emerged unscathed. WWE, I think, forgot they were heading to Toronto, though, where fans refused to obey the rules. And yep, they turned the clock back to the 80s and decided this was the peak of Hulkamania. Before they even locked up, Hulk was the biggest good guy ever, whereas Rocky was scum. And it's why some people call this the best match ever. Nothing to do with what they did in the ring, the sheer noise just got everybody pumped up. Hogan, of course, used this to his advantage and it ended in a flipping world title run, but it's fascinating to see because, yes, nobody called this at the time. Some folk today like to pretend they did, but it's nonsense. Once again, it was a moment in time. Number three, Santina Morella at the 2012 Elimination Chamber. Man, did I love this. Now, I do not know who made this call, but for some reason, we decided that the last two competitors in the 2012 Elimination Chamber for the World Heavyweight title should be the champ Daniel Bryan and none other 
than Santino Marella. Now look, don't get it wrong. Marella was beloved at this time, but it was mostly because he was so damn funny and so good at what he did. John Chayner still tickles me. I suppose to have some fun though, he did pop up in the final two, and when he smashed Brian with the Cobra for the best near fall ever, my word, this place came unglued. Essentially, the pair did such good work, we made people believe Santino was going to become the champ, and I was with you too. I was at home just losing it. I often think we should have pulled the trigger as the reaction would have been all time, and Morella could have lost it on Raw or whatever. Not like we've not done that before. But it wasn't meant to be... And if you haven't seen this, make sure you change it today. It's the perfect example of fans buying into a situation and the atmosphere carrying you through till the end. I really did love it. Number two, Rusev at the 2015 Raw Rumble. If you are a new wrestling viewer, you may not know there was a time when Roman Reigns was booked like an idiot and made to say things like suffering succotash while fighting over dog food. These are all real things that happened. Obviously, the fans hated this as it was so bad. So when it became clear that the big dog was booked to win the Raw Rumble, all of a sudden it became anyone but him. Given Rusev was the only other guy left in the match, he magically became the biggest babyface ever. And around this time, Ruru was still getting good reactions because he was so great, but nothing like this. Every tease of throwing Reigns out sent people into meltdown to the point if WWE had called an audible here, it likely would have served Roman better. Because when he did toss the Bulgarian brew out, people were just more upset. It is so entertaining to watch today because you do know it all works out. Makes me mad though. How did WWE not see what they had with Rusev? Dude should have been at the top of the card instantly after this, and we chose not to do that. Silly. Number one, Jake Roberts throughout 1986. So we do have to take Jake's word for this, but there may be some truth in it. Pretty sure it would have been shut down by now if not. When we do go all the way back to 1986, though, when Hulkamania really was running wild, management decided a good feud would be Hogan versus Jake Roberts. Makes sense. Jake was an amazing heel. The promos alone would rock. It kicked off into gear too, but apparently Roberts was so good at what he did, the fans decided they preferred him to Hulk, meaning his reactions at the house shows were outdoing everybody else on the card. Hmm. Ever the politician, Hulk became aware of this and went to Vince McMahon and said he wasn't feeling this, brother. And yep, just like that, even though it was clear these two were being geared for a war, it was cancelled. So there is evidence right there. I'd love to see some footage of this, but obviously it's hard to find in 2023. What an interesting program this would have been too. Proper different ends of the wrestling spectrum. Sometimes opposites do the best work. Know any other big pops that came out of nowhere? Make sure you let us know in the comments below before you like the video, share the video, and subscribe. And look, there's a video on the screen right now. Why don't you give it a click? You can also make sure you read more of these with your eyes at whatculture.com. You can follow us on social media, whatculturewwe and SimonMeta316. But moreover than that, I just want to say thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a good human being because you are and i will talk to you again soon i'm nick friedman i'm lee alec murray and i'm leah president and this is crunchyroll presents the anime effect we are a new show breaking down the anime news views and shows you care about each and every week i can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life yeah i agree we're covering all the classics if i don't know a lot about godzilla which i do but i'm trying to (laughs) pretend that i don't right hold it in hold on and our current faves Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. 
Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.